Everybody say hello to YouTube as we get started with Dweeb. Welcome into Twig. This is our weekly geekly news show here on the channel. I encourage you, do not click away. This is an interactive show that we do here on Twitch every single Thursday at some time during our Twitch stream. I'm glad that you're here, Twitch chat. If you would say hi to YouTube, our folks that are watching this on YouTube after the fact, or they can't see it, but you can always say hi to our podcast gang that's been listening to these in the audio version over on our podcast feed. We always start this show with a special segment of what did you watch, play, or read in the past week? So I'll ask the chat here on Twitch. You'll see their answers pop up over here. But if you're watching over on YouTube, be sure to drop down in the comments section. What did you watch? What did you play? What did you read during the past week? For those of you that keep up with Twig, you noticed that we weren't around last week. That's because I was on vacation. And so as I was on vacation, I had a lot of time to play a lot of games, watch a lot of shows, and read a lot of books, but I didn't because I was experiencing the city of Denver. So really, it was a pretty low-key week for me. I didn't do too much, but what I did watch was the plane movies because, of course, whenever you're on an airplane, who doesn't watch the movies? Maybe that's just me, but every single time I get on a plane, I feel like I watch more movies than ever before. I watched two movies on the flight over, and the first one was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. If you slept on this movie last year, that was real good. I really enjoyed it, that, that film all around. It was fun. It was a wild ride. It was a great twist at the end that actually got like a legit chuckle out of me. It felt like true blue millennial Gen Z humor in a way that we haven't gotten to see in such a psychological horror film before. Thought it was a great time. I don't normally enjoy Pete Davidson at all, but he was really great. And the cast that they picked beyond Pete was an exceptional cast. I thought it was really well put together. And if you like murder mysteries, that was one that told it in a really fun Gen Z millennial-esque way, which is not something we've gotten before. I also watched a award-winning movie for the first time, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Wow, you want to talk about a 90% excellent movie. <laughs> that movie for the first I think it was like a I think it was like an hour and a half to 2 hour movie and man the first 90% of that movie was one of the best movies I've ever seen and that was one of the worst endings to a film I've ever seen so no spoilers maybe you would enjoy it it's certainly a controversial ending that a lot of people loved a lot of people did not love as for me I was left really wanting so if you haven't seen 3 billboards I highly recommend you do watch it exceptional casting I will watch literally anything with Sam Rockwell I think he's one of the greatest actors ever. And so it's a real joy to see Sam Rockwell in anything. And the whole cast was absolutely exceptional. But who boy, what a rough ending, in my opinion. I read or I've started reading two different books. The first one is Book Lovers. I'm finally getting around to that. It's a big award winner that, of course, it's called Book Lovers. So people that love books are going to love it. I love books. So I love this book. Uh, really enjoying it so far. It's got that great rom-com energy and kind of pokes fun at the genre itself. And then Chojin X. I can actually show you. Chojin X is the manga that I'm reading. I got this in Manga Spice Cafe for March and finally got around to reading it. Really enjoying it. Love the art, love the style. It kind of reminds me of a grittier My Hero Academia in a sort of way. So I'm, I'm having fun with it and enjoying that manga. I played, I'm, I'm continuing my journey in Coffee Talk episode two, Hibiscus and Butterfly. And then also I have fallen down the rabbit hole of Vampire Survivors yet again. I cannot stand this game. It is too addicting, and I think I might have ADHD. I am, I'm non-diagnosed, but oh boy, does that game 
scratch an itch in my brain that I need scratched. It, it is a real problem of like, once I start playing Vampire Survivors, I can't stop. And the next thing I know, I've logged like 30 hours into a game that I don't really enjoy. So there's probably something I should talk to a doctor in there, but you know, we'll deal and we'll figure it out. If you've never played Vampire Survivors before, it is a bullet hell sort of in which you upgrade your character constantly over a ticking time clock of 30 minutes maximum before death himself comes for you. And you just have to kill all of the monsters that you can while upgrading yourself along the way. And the upgrades also can evolve and combine with each other. And it's just so darn satisfying to upgrade yourself within a 30 minute time limit. It reminds me of the classic Newgrounds days of tower defense. This is not a tower defense game, but it reminds me of that satisfaction that you would get in that sim element of tower defense games where you just, you just build and build and you have such a good time doing it. So I just, I just can't help myself. I'm in it and hopefully I'm almost done with it. I've literally, so there's like 165 ish things on a checklist. Whenever you start the game, I started the game over and I think I'm on like 158. So I've, I've almost completed the game again. And I don't know how to feel about that. I'm not happy about it. I don't want to talk about it. That's why I'm talking about it so long. Let's look at our chat and see what other people are playing right now. What are they watching, reading, playing currently? Let's see. Perispectus just restarted and resumed Tokyo Avengers. Ooh, very good. I'm waiting for the dub, personally, for the next season before I really get back into it because I love that dub. I think it's a really good one. But man, Tokyo Avengers is an excellent story. Playing Jedi Survivor, didn't get to watch or read much. Sag, indeed. Uh, you'll have to let me know how you're feeling about Jedi Survivor Sneaky. I am thinking about starting it, but we'll see. I really wanted to play it on PC so that I could play it on my Steam Deck, but I'm hearing that it is a rough with a capital R, so not feeling that one too hard. Zando, I've been playing a ton of RE4 Remake and watching all that sweet, sweet Street Fighter Six content. Yep, it's right around the corner, almost here. Oh, and I showed my wife the first, and in my opinion, only Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It was her first time watching it. Wow, that's a, that's a long time to sleep on a movie. That's really an icon of a time. I hit the 30-minute mark like six times in a row and wasn't unlocking anything new and felt like I was done. Oh, boy. Well, I tell you what, once you find that, if you didn't find the checklist and start looking for, like, which one can I check off next, that was where the addiction came for me in the sense that it would be like reach level 80 with so-and-so. And then I would absolutely have to do that. And then I would do it and I'd unlock a new item. And I'd be like, well, I wonder what that item combines with. And then I'd try to combine the item with a new thing. I'm telling you, it's an ADHD problem. And I, I'm undiagnosed, but I'm convinced. This game has almost convinced me that maybe there's a, maybe there's a question and a conversation to be had with my doctor. So maybe I'll bring that up the next time I see you. And with that, we're going to get into our things for today. Do feel free to continue dropping in the chat the things that you've played, read, or watched, or interacting with these trending headlines. We're going to get into some of the trending headlines that have been on my newsfeed at least in the past week and, and see what you think about any of these and if you have any things that you might want to weigh in on. Free Comic Book Day is right around the corner, quite literally happening this Saturday, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2 is getting a prequel comic that will be distributed on that day. So, if you are one of the frequent consumers of Free Comic Book Day, and I hope you are because it's good to support your local shop, you can go and receive the Marvel Spider-Man 2 prequel comic as, I assume, a part of your bundle and whatever story you're a part of. I would, I would guess it's probably in just about all of them. Uh, for those of you that haven't kept up, this is Insomniac's Spider-Man game. The first Spider-Man game was an absolute icon of the PS4 era. 
And then Miles Morales did really, really well and maximized on some of those things while shortening the time. And it's just an all-around good time. I think that I'm I'm looking forward to it. The story was definitely like a Spider-Man story. So I'm curious about how they'll expand upon it in this prequel comic and what they'll actually do that'll make it that engaging. Or it'll just be cool to have a Spider-Man comic because who doesn't love Spider-Man? So you can enjoy that on Free Comic Book Day along with your other free comic books. Let me know. Are you someone that participates in Free Comic Book Day? And whenever you do... What has been kind of a, a highlight for you of that? Do you make sure that you're also going to buy something? I hope you go buy some trading cards or whatever your comic book store might have on that day as well. Or, hey, take the time and set up a pull list. That's a good way of helping your local comic book shop. With that, we're going to move into the next news story. Ba-bam. Next one, Xbox Game Pass games that are coming out this month. Let's go through some of the things that will be coming your way. Some of the exciting things being added to Xbox in May 2023. First off, it already actually has been added. It's been in there for two days now. The apparently quite disappointing Redfall. Redfall dropped on the second and people are not enjoying it. I'm not surprised. I was never interested in Redfall in the slightest. I am over vampire games and certainly over that genre of game in general. So I'm not good at FPS. I'm not good at ARPGs. This was not one for me anyway, but... You know, it's not doing well, so it's especially not for me. Ravenlock drops today on Game Pass. If you haven't heard of Ravenlock, it's a fun little indie entry. Weird West Definitive Edition is dropping on May 8th. This is actually a a re-release, of course, because Weird West is already out, but this is the Definitive Edition officially coming to Game Pass, included in your subscription. If you slept on Weird West, it was a pretty fun game with definitely some weird elements. We played it actually on our stream, so if you want to go back into our VODs channel, you can go and watch our gameplay of Weird West and see if it's one for you. Shadowrun Trilogy comes out on the 9th. That's coming only to PC. Fuga Melodies of Steel 2 on May 11th. Amnesia the Bunker May 23rd. Railway Empire 2 on May 25th. And Far World Pioneers on May 30th. So those are all the ones coming your way. Here are the ones that are going to be leaving, unfortunately. So Before We Leave is leaving on May 15th, which is funny to say. Danganronpa 2. Please play Danganronpa! Danganronpa 2 is probably one of the best in the series, and it is leaving on the 15th. So if you are a Danganronpa fan, go buy the games. If you are are somebody that has heard me talk about them ad nauseum, then Danganronpa 2 is about to leave. So if you wanted to play it, included in your subscription over at Game Pass, that was your opportunity, and it's almost over. you got 11 days to go play through about 30 hours of visual novel content. Hearts of Iron 4 is leaving on the 15th. Her Story is leaving on the 15th. My Friend Pedro is leaving on the 15th, and Umar Generation Special Edition is leaving on the 15th. So those are your games coming, your games leaving, and all the things exciting about Xbox Game Pass. If you are a contributor of Xbox Game Pass, if you enjoy it, let us know. What are you currently playing on Game Pass? What's a highlight of it for you? Or... If you do not like Game Pass, did any of those games kind of wet your whistle? Did they make you feel interested in going and checking it out? Let us know. With that, we're going to move on to the next news story. Marvel Midnight Suns, in a weird twist of fate, has announced that it will not be coming to Nintendo Switch. I thought this was a super strange story. It's not something that we really hear that often. It will still be coming to PS4 and Xbox One, but will not be released on Nintendo Switch. Not even a cloud version of this game. If you missed out on Marvel Midnight Suns, as I understand it, it is sort of a XCOM-style Marvel game, um, and it was one that did really, really well. People really enjoyed it. They enjoyed the darker storylines. I think they enjoyed the like almost like romance sim element that was in this one, and I'm very surprised that it's not coming to the Switch. I wonder if this is the first death toll that we're going to hear 
of the Nintendo Switch. We all know, and Nintendo knows, that they are certainly needing to advance forward in generations, and console generations. They need a new console, whether that's a Switch Pro or something else entirely. It's obviously a necessity. Everybody knows it. It's almost certain that they're working on it. The announcement is the only thing we're waiting on at this point. But I think this is a pretty interesting twist. I can see it being taken one of two ways. Either this is a big negative because it means that the death toll has started and we are not closer to a new console, or it's exciting news because this means that Nintendo said, no thanks. We're working on something new and you should wait for that. So I could see this as a premonition of either a really ill foreboding couple months, maybe even years that we're going to get ahead of us, or this is a sign that an announcement is right around the corner, hopefully for a holiday 2023. I'd be very excited this Christmas to be holding in my hand a Switch Pro or a Switch whatever they come up with next. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you think I'm way off base. Let me know if you enjoyed Midnight Suns as, as Wit did. I remember when Wit played that one, and so that was that was a, that was a good time. I think it was a fun. I think it was a fun game. I didn't play it. I'm not the biggest Marvel fan around. It's been on my like list of maybe I'll play it, but it's not even on my backlog. So it's definitely not that engaging to me. Next up, boop. The Writers Guild is striking right now. The Writers Guild of America, that includes both, both the East Coast and West Coast, are striking right now. So maybe if you are someone that uh, if you're someone that keeps up with live TV shows, then you will have noticed that this strike is happening. For instance, if you keep up with any of the late night shows, you'll know that they aren't currently airing. This is around a lot of things. It's actually the first example of any kind of reaction, industrial reaction from within the machine that is the Writers Guild in about 15 years. So it's been a while since we've seen anything from them, and this is an interesting time. One of the things that they're citing in their actual work and negotiations that they have presented is that they're wanting to, uh, to, to kind of tap into the existential crisis that's happening right now in the writers' rooms regarding AI and AI-based writing. We really need to talk about that, talk about protections around it, both for the use of it and for the misuse of it. So we'll see what happens and what comes out of it and how these negotiations continue to progress forward. I will not acknowledge that I am a member or even know a member of the Writers Guild, so I can't weigh in beyond that. But obviously, I do believe in a fair pay, I do believe in equity, and I do believe in the right to do this, and the right to strike, and the right to demand action to be done. And I think that this is a good thing, even if it is a hard thing for those of us that just need our Jimmy Fallon right now, which is not me, but maybe it's you. So if you are if you're interested in learning any more about this, I will be dropping our show notes at some point. And you can check out this article and learn more about the Writers Guild and about the strike that they're going on. Now, back to some news that we actually just talked about, sort of. Vampire Survivors. If you are a fan of Vampire Survivors, as I am, then you may have heard that we're actually getting an animated TV show. Story Kitchen is working on an animated TV show coming out in the next little while. And I... I'm curious. If you've ever taken the time to look at Vampire Survivor's actual collection, then you could see that there's a lot of lore to this game that is surprising because for the most part of a game that you really just kind of do uh, you use one stick and you and you and you shoot everything around you and that's really basic and and minimal and hardly even well crafted as a aesthetic appeal the the team did a good job with the narrative so very curious to see how they choose to expand that it kind of reminds me in a lot of ways 
of of Castlevania. And so I think if they're able to actually like take this and run with it, then it could be a really fun thing to see somebody exploring the story that we never really got to be told in the quick, rapid nature of a video game. With that, those are all of the trending shows of the week or trending news of the week, the things that we like to talk about here on the show. But that does not keep away from your news. So this is news that you may have submitted to us or news that we may have heard about through your posting over on the Discord. So I highly recommend sending in your news to bit.ly slash deartwig, D-E-A-R twig, and letting us know what kind of news you would like to see here on the show each week. I, I do check that each week. And so you can submit your news there and let us know what you'd like to see. Or just by being active over on our Discord, I scroll through things. And if I find things especially interesting, then I'll try and draw them out and talk about them here on the show. With that, let's get into our first piece of uh, news from the Discord. The first piece is Twisted Metal is receiving its own TV show with a teaser officially dropping in the past week. Sneaky Pigs dropped this one over in the Discord. It's curious. I like Anthony Mackie, so I'm I'm down for it. I'm down to see exactly what we see out of it. I really like Will Arnett, Thomas Hayden Church, Stephanie Beatriz. We've got a great cast behind this one, so I think it's going to be fun. I'm curious about the fact that it's on Peacock. I don't know what they're thinking putting it on Peacock, but Mrs. Davis is also on Peacock, and that was one that we mentioned at the last Twick as being an interesting thing. So we'll find out. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with all these shows airing on Peacock. I guess they're really trying to enter the game. Twisted Metal is definitely a weird choice, but hey, I mean, you can't you can't deny the the notability factor, the household acclaim factor. I know Twisted Metal. Nerds are going to know Twisted Metal. Gamers are going to know Twisted Metal just off the top of their heads. So curious to see how they do this, why they do this, and in what ways they improve upon the original franchise that was really just about who's going to be the clown. That was pretty much it. Who's going to drive the ice cream truck? And then everybody else didn't really care. So should be fun to see. In very similar news, we also got a trailer for a real sleeper of Gran Turismo, which is going to be airing in the next little while, exclusively in theaters, August. So that's happening pretty soon. We're going to be seeing this one, hence the trailer behind it. If you're unfamiliar with the story behind this one, supposedly it's a true story based on a true story anyway. they Who did who did Gran Turismo? I'll have to look it up. I can't remember who did Gran Turismo, but apparently they did a contest in which they brought in some of their best racers, held a contest of who could race the best, and then the winner got an opportunity to actually learn how to drive in a real race and became like a for real racer. So I think that's what this is retelling. I think that's the story that we're getting here. And curious about it. Curious to see how it works out and how people enjoy the story and if it's told well. I think it's going to be a fine movie. I think it's going to be a popcorn movie. And I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how it goes. Now we got two pieces of news that were actually submitted by me. This is kind of unfair. But look, you guys, if you want to not see news submitted by me, then you, you just got to submit it yourself. Because I won't do it if, we, if we've got too much information out there. But we didn't this week. So these are my pieces of news. So submitted by myself. Dredge has announced a roadmap for the rest of the year. You guys know that I'm a diehard indie fan. And so indie games are my lifeblood. Dredge was in particular one of my favorites of the year. And they announced a couple of things that are going to be coming out this year. First off, in Q2, they're going to be dropping two updates to the game. Really just slice of life updates. The first ones are going to be adding map markers to the map, which is a real godsend. Let me go ahead and tell you, if I could have gotten map markers, that would have made that game 100 times better. And it was already really good. The second thing that they're going to be adding is a photo mode and wildlife mode. Very curious about how that one's going to work and what wildlife you'd really want to see. I mean, the game was pretty, but it wasn't that pretty. So I'm, I'm interested to see how a photo mode increases the love of that game. But I will say you will remember that Lim from, oh gosh, 
his name is escaping me. What's his channel's name? Bad Gamer Elite. So Bad Gamer Elite, you will remember that he dropped on and said he would play the game if it had a photo mode. So hey oh, now we'll get Lim to play the game. Q3, they're going to be adding on a boat paint option. So I'm going to assume you have the ability to now customize your boat that you'll be taking around. That would have been a real fun quality of life update as well. And then Q4, they're going to be doing all the updates so far have been free. But in Q4, they're going to be doing a paid update for DLC, baby. I'm so excited. More story in Dredge. I enjoyed Dredge so much, it was just too short. And now it's going to be longer. So Dredge is happening. It is coming out in Q4 of this year. Paid DLC. You better believe I'm going to be a day winner. You better believe we're going to be playing it here on stream. So hey oh, know about that. It's coming up soon. Our other piece of news submitted also by me is Citizen Sleeper announced a physical release update kind of as a as a Kickstarter. They've already exceeded their goal. They they were hoping to raise 75,000 pounds and they've already raised 101. So, and this is it ends on July 2nd. So they're going to they're going to bypass it pretty drastically. I'm a big fan of Citizen Sleeper. I think it's a game that I probably enjoyed the most last year. I really the more I think about it, the more I like wax poetic on it, the more I think it's my number 1 game of last year. It was just such a good one, such a dream, and they are really releasing an entire physical edition box set. Now, I did not invest in the full box set, but I might if I can convince my wife that we need it, because we don't. But they released a bunch of physical things, such as an art book. They actually have two art books. They have their like full design works, and then they have one that is like a full artwork of 120 pounds which is quite expensive, but it's you know a collector's set, essentially. They're also releasing a vinyl that is absolutely gorgeous. My problem with Citizen Sleeper and the vinyl is that the music was really not what sold me on that one. So I'm not super invested in the vinyl other than just looking at it because it's gorgeous. Um, they are also going to be releasing a like bundle of all these together. They're going to be releasing things that are only coming in the bundle, such as a dust jacket, such as tarot cards, such as dice, patches, bookmarks, things like that that are only going to be coming in the premium edition. And then most excitedly to me, the one that I've saved for very last, they are going to be releasing Cycles of the Eye, a citizen sleeper, tabletop, role-playing game, solo TTRPG. I'm so stinking excited for this TTRPG. Of all the things that I've listed so far, this is the only one that I ordered, and it wasn't even a question. I ordered it the second that I saw it. Folks, I'm so excited about Citizen Sleeper receiving a TTRPG. If you never played it, it played like a TTRPG, and so the fact that they're taking that initiative and actually making the thing, I just, I, 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 I can't even. I can't even. I hashtag can't even because I'm so excited about this game and about being able to play the TTRPG and the fact that it's solo and so I don't have to worry about getting a crew together. I just get to play it myself. Ah, oh, bliss. Can't wait. With that, that has been all of your news from the Discord. Again, if you ever want to submit news, either post on our Discord regularly or bit.ly slash deertwig. That's the fastest and easiest way to make sure that your content is featured and your news is highlighted here on the show. With that, we're going to move into everybody's favorite time on the show. At this point in nerd history. All right. So this is what was released today in nerd history. So what came out May 4th? throughout time and space 
actually less than you would think. I'm surprised they've never released a Star Wars movie on May the 4th Be With You Day, but they didn't. And uh, so we're going to talk about what did release today. Back in 2018, and this is in video games, back in 2018, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze released. In 2007, Spider-Man 3 released from the Tobey Maguire franchise. In 2005, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith released. That is the game for Game Boy Advance, which I played the dog out of. I loved that game. It was such a good one. Anyway, Red Dead Revolver also released in 2004. And those are your games that released on May 4th. Your movies that released on May 4th. I forgot that they ever did this, um, but this was a thing they used to do. So first off, just a little known movie that nobody's probably ever heard of back in 2012. The Avengers did drop today. So... I'll never forget the Avengers and where I was and the fact that it released to such huge acclaim. Spider-Man 3, the movie, also released on this day in 2007. Spider-Man did that for some reason. Some of these movies, whenever they would release, they'd also release a game on the exact same day. And I always thought that was super curious of a thing that they did. And then just a random fact, back in 2012, in Las Vegas, Nevada, Google received their first self-driving vehicle testing license. I thought that was fun little nerdy news of the history of, of whenever we first started tapping into that vein and whenever Google first started experimenting. Of course, Google is well known for experimenting and then dropping things. So who knows if we'll ever see anything from Google in this testing. We're now 11 years later and pretty much it's Tesla that's really tapped into this curiosity. Although I suppose there, I mean, almost not almost, but most premium cars nowadays are going to have the auto parallel parking. So that's a form of self-driving. And maybe, maybe, maybe this was where it all began. So who could say, but that has been your At This Point in Nerd History. There we go. So there's all the things that have gone on in nerd history. Now we're going to move on to our other favorite segment of the show, the upcoming releases for this week. Also kind of a sleepy one. We don't, it's not a big week in releases. The only movie that I could find worth its salt that's releasing is tomorrow, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I'm actually hearing mixed reviews on. We'll see how it does. I am, as I've mentioned several times, I'm only a sort of Marvel fan, and I'm certainly only a sort of Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I really enjoyed the first one. I didn't hate the second one, but I certainly have not enjoyed their presence in the Avengers very much. I think they're just kind of okay. Their point in Thor was so obviously, James Gunn so obviously did not want them to be in the Thor movie. So, you know. There's thoughts, but I'm excited that Sneaky and Wit are going to see it tonight and tomorrow. Do let me know how it is. I will, I'm sure that next Sunday, not this Sunday, but the next, we'll probably have a nerdy sermon on it. I always try to talk about the Marvel movies when they come out, and I will definitely be seeing it, and I'm very looking forward to seeing it because I do, I like them. I like them. I don't love them. I like them. And we'll see how they go. Some games coming out in the next week. We definitely have more of these than we do movies, but even still, not too many. We have a game coming out today called Jected Rivals. If you've never heard of this game, because I hadn't, I'd recommend looking into it, especially if you like ridiculous racing games. It's just as it sounds, you wreck your car, you get ejected from it, and then you spawn another car in where you are ejected to. So kind of a launching game mixed in with a car racer. Who could say? Maybe fun, maybe not. Definitely a good party game, I think. Ravenlock, we already mentioned, is coming to Xbox Game Pass today. Fun little indie game. If you've never played the Cook Serve games, you should definitely invest in them, especially if you enjoyed Cooking Mama, because this takes those games to the next level. And Cook Serve Forever is dropping on the 8th, and we'll also be adding in a little bit of a sim element. So if you like doing any kind of simulator game, then this is going to be that, plus Cooking Sims. So it's going to have a little bit of, of both worlds, double dipping there. Darkest Dungeon, the iconic indie hit, is getting a sequel, Darkest Dungeon 2, coming out on the 
28th. Poosh XL, P-O-O-S-H-X-L, is coming out on the 8th. I know nothing about that one. Dokopan Kingdom coming out on the 9th. Nothing about that one. Mid-Autumn coming out on the 9th. This one looks great. No idea about it. And then Occupy Mars, the video game. Taking the board game and adapting it into a video game. Uh, coming out on the 10th. So that should be exciting. And then we actually have something fun. DLC. I just found out about it this morning. I don't know how this DLC snuck past me because this game was such an icon of this year. An idol, if you will. Ah! Anyway, The Case of the Golden Idol, one of my favorite games that I've played so far this year, is getting DLC called The Spider of Lanka coming out today, right now. Like, we're not playing it on stream today, but I tell you, if it came out this morning instead of this afternoon, we would be. Case of the Golden Idol, one of my favorite indie games that I've played so far this year. You gotta play it if you haven't. If you like mystery games, if you like point and click, if you like Sierra, holy moly, do you gotta play The Case of the Golden Idol because, woo, that was one of the best stories that I've experienced so far this year. And they're getting DLC, so I'm so, I'm so looking forward to it. I will absolutely devour those DLC. I'm going to enjoy it so much. And then a TV show. The only one I could find is a TV show called Silo coming to Apple TV tomorrow. Looks okay. Looks like another story about civilization of humans post-apocalyptic. So in this case, it's 10,000 humans that remain underground in a post-apocalyptic society where there are dangers that lurk above. And I'm assuming they're either sending a small team above or above starts to get in. Don't know. I'm sure it's one of them. Doubt I'll watch it. I barely even can use Apple TV because the UI is so doggone unusable. With that, those are your upcoming releases for the week. Let me know in the chat if you are excited about any of those, if any of those absolutely like perked up your ears and you feel very curious about them now. Or if you're watching over on YouTube, drop down in the comment section down below. Let me know which one you think you'd be most excited for. With that, we are going to begin our or, or, or end the show with our last segment, which is our meme of the week. So this is our meme of the week submitted by B Surfer or H Man, if you know him here over on Twitch. This is when you use your demons to your advantage. Somebody has edited someone painting the wall on top of the classic scene from The Exorcist. Very funny, good time. That is the one that got the most reactions over on our Discord channel. If you would like to be featured as our meme of the week, then you just got to post in our memes and goof section over in our Discord, and I typically pull the one that has the most likes and reactions to it. So. There you go. That has been your meme of the week and your segment of the show. Final thought as we close up, Sneaky Pig says, based on the book series, is this Silo? Based on the book series, Wool, which was decent. First book is amazing and the rest, eh. Yeah, that seems to be the way that it goes with those kind of stories and with those kind of narratives. So we'll see how it does. I'm not planning on watching it, but if it does really well, then hey, sure, why not? I'll pick it up. But first, I've got Mrs. Davis to watch, and that's the one that I'm most curious about as of right now. With that, this has been The Weekend Geek. I so appreciate all of you tuning in for this weekly nerdy, geeky show. It does happen every single Thursday on our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash checkpointchurch. That's anywhere during this time period of this stream. So be sure to tune in every single week for this. Sometimes we have level two members. Sometimes I do it solo swallow just like this and we always have a lot of fun doing it either way and i enjoy interacting with the chat during this interactive news show with that we're going to wrap this one up with our three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you whether you're watching on twitch whether you're watching on youtube whether you're listening over the podcast we still believe this to be true about you number one whether god loves you like really really loves you number two we love you we want community with you that's what we're doing here on twitch youtube and discord and number three we let you yes you matter you are a person of a sacred worth the world is a better place why because you are in it. Folks, with that, and until the next time that I see you, whether it be next week for our Twig next week, or whether it be over on our Discord or Twitch or YouTube channel in between now and then, I look forward to seeing you then. Bye-bye!